What, we some kind of suicide squad? I am Iron Man. You are I live my life a quarter mile at a time. Server Anakin! I have the high ground! I'm gonna steal the Declaration of Independence. I'm simply saying that life, uh, finds a way. Welcome back to the Big Movie Boys podcast, the only podcast recorded before 1960. I'm your host, Jeremy Baumann, and with me as always is Bob, where's my corpse, Liebel? Hey, everybody that's still with us from the week off last week, how you doing? And Ben, Rosebud Stitch. We missed all you listeners. We've got several movies to talk about today, all of which were sourced from the Turner Classic Movies category on HBO Max, but first, we did take a week off last week, so I'm just wondering... Did you guys watch anything with your extra time off, extra free time last weekend? Yeah, with sports being back, with baseball coming back, even though it's about to be canceled again, I've been watching some baseball. Uh, I've been watching Worst Cooks in America with the Celebrity Edition. The biggest celebrity is Dave Coulier from uh, Full House. Cut it Massive. out. No way. He, he, yeah, he, you would How think, did they get him? <laughs> you would think he wouldn't overuse that line, but uh, guess what? He, he does. Hey, if it ain't broke, don't <laughs> fix it. But yeah, it's basically been that. The weather's been nice. You can kind of do things now. But yeah, other than that, nothing. I can't even think of anything I've been watching. So I watched baseball for some reason. I hate baseball, but I watched <laughs> the first game back because I was so desperate for sports. Uh, I turned it off after one inning. Watched the NBA this week. That's about it. But you know what I actually have been watching? Two things predominantly. Gilmore Girls. You guys know Gilmore Girls? No of it. I've never watched it. Yeah, I've been watching a lot of it. Not on purpose. My girlfriend's just been playing it in the background, and I've been working from home, and it's right like five feet away from me, and I can see the TV. So I've been watching it like literally every day. (laughs) Sounds like you're working hard. Oh yeah. And then when I clock out, that's then that's me time. I put on uh, Guys Grocery Games. Oh God, I'm ready to talk (laughs) about that for an hour. Yeah. So Gilmore Girls, Guys Grocery Games. Do you watch uh, that on like cable or do you got it on? I I got the the Hulu Hulu. live TV. I feel like they don't have all the episodes, man. I just whatever's on. Yeah, I guess. But. I don't. I mean, I'm not watching it in order. I heard you have to though. You, you might. You might miss you a few do, things. Are, are you confused? Is yeah. The, the plot. It I just missed, isn't I making the sense. One episode. To you? The season finale was really good for season three. So. <laughs> Big cliffhanger. I heard. Yeah, for me, it's uh, primarily just been Criminal Minds. Just been plugging away on that since it was brought back to Netflix. I hope you stop that once it gets bad. I don't know what is that once when like they, Hotch leaves or who? who that's who, when it gets bad. Is that because I don't even Does know Hotch if I was leave? watching. Yeah, when he. I he said beat, I was gonna stop when uh, Mandy Patinkin left, but it turns out he leaves like the second he, no, episode he of like, season three. He's out. Yeah. He's like, this shit's gonna get bad. But and then they almost never mention him again. I'm no. actually curious as to some why. some of the old Criminal Minds episodes are really good. But then they have to be like, all right, he killed this guy, and he takes like eyeballs in different parts of different bodies, and then makes up a new human. It just gets too fucking. It weird. gets a little over the top in some episodes. Yeah, I think Hotch left because uh, he was driving drunk to work, and then beat the shit out of some. I don't in know. In real life. In, and in the show. They, <laughs> no, but he, in real life, life he either got a DWI or, like, I don't know. He did something. I, I, I don't which, even, It's weird. You shouldn't did he get a, a D-dub on, No, are you joking? Because did he get a D-dub on the show or in real life? Because In real life. Reason, I, don't, I could be. This is totally I a lie, think but. they did it on both. I'm not even. <laughs> we need the stats department to check that. Because I'm, I'm pretty, pretty sure, sure the show is real life, though. <laughs> <laughs> he, he makes people call him Hotch. As far as I'm concerned, the show is real. I don't remember Hotch leaving, so I've been plugging away. I, I remember at least in part every episode so far. And I got through the Reaper stuff. What season are you on? Six. Reaper was that? Oh, wow. I thought. I think I've watched about eight seasons of that. That's probably a good estimate because the Reaper is introduced like halfway through season four. And then season five is where there's kind of the overarching story of him like messing did, with Hodge. Did he, uh, 
He did. Okay. He reaped. He <laughs> reaped. What's the one with, with uh, George from Seinfeld? That one's my favorite. That's Is honestly that... my favorite episode. That's Dude, a good episode. It, it, funny. And it has been for a long time. And I that's also season. Season four is the greatest Doesn't season. Doesn't he like, confess early on and then thinks he's going to get away with it yeah. somehow? It, yeah. It's just funny to watch George Costanza in a giant blonde <laughs> wig. What, what's the, the Tim Curry one? Is that season four? Just finished that. Oh, okay. That is the season the five one. cliffhanger. Oh, yeah. Like, ending goes into season six first episode. Because he could have killed Shamar Moore, but didn't. Exactly. Yeah, that's a classic. I, I barely remember that episode, and then as soon as it started, I'm like, Tim Curry's in this episode. Oh, it yeah. just, they, like, came back to me. I don't know if they me. made his teeth like that in that episode. He I just remember a lot of <laughs> Yeah. He's a method actor. He doesn't look good. He does <laughs> not look actor. good. In, <laughs> he does not look good in that episode. But, yeah, that's... I haven't... I still... They need a Last Dance-esque documentary before I ever watch a baseball game. It, I don't care if it's the only sport playing on the planet. No, I don't blame you. And it's about to end because, like, two teams now have coronavirus and they can't get their shit together. Boo-hoo. Well, let's talk about something that isn't getting canceled anytime soon because these are movies that came out 50 years ago, 60 years ago. 80 years ago for me and Bob. Yeah. These are Turner Classic Movies. If you have HBO Max, you might have seen this category. Uh, it's basically the Turner Classic TV Station, which is a subsection of movies. It's a network owned by Warner Brothers. Basically, it consists of mainly classic theatrically released feature films from the Turner Entertainment Film Library, which comprises films of Warner Brothers, Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer, and the North American distribution rights for RKO Pictures. That's all coming from Wikipedia. Basically, so it's a it's bunch true. of old-ass movies. There are some more modern movies I think I saw as late as 2006 in this category, but the majority are probably 1970 or earlier. I think that's fair to say. We all chose movies that came out before 1960, so we went way back in time. So we're basically just going to do a little show-and-tell. We each watched a different movie, and now we're going to talk about it. And we're going to start with Bob's selection. Bob, what did you decide to watch, and why did you decide to watch it? So, the movie I picked is called The Missing Corpse. It came out in 1945. And to be honest, the real reason I picked it is because, one, it was on Amazon Prime as well as HBO Max. Um, Don't have HBO Max, still don't really know what the fuck it is. Uh, So I watched this, and it stuck out to me because it had an hour and 15-minute runtime. Oh, my God. I thought it was long. I thought Jeremy had the shortest one. Now, Now, no, it gets better because guess what happened the last 15 minutes of the movie? Credits. Not even credits. Black screen. What, what the hell? Movie just ended. <laughs> I, and as I'm looking at it now, as I pulled it up on my phone, it says an hour and two minutes. But did it was you, an hour and 15 minutes on Prime, and it say, literally you, had a black did screen. Did you fast forward to make sure there wasn't I, I went right through it. I was just like, wait, what? Because I saw the end. And it you said, watched an episode of a TV show. Basically. <laughs> and I, so I saw, I saw the the end pop up, and I was just like... That's weird. It looks like there's 15 minutes left, and it was just a black screen. Yeah, because you so were worried was... you weren't going to be able to finish by this podcast, mm-hmm. yeah, it turns I, out you... <laughs> I had time to spare. Didn't even need a lunch break to nope. finish it. One hour long. Um, basically, it's two rival... I don't really know why I picked this. If I'm... <laughs> I, it was... <laughs> this is the weirdest fucking movie Just because ever. you knew it was on both. When yeah, you said you picked this movie, and I looked into it, and I had... No recognition of the title or anyone associated with the movie. I was very confused as to why you picked it. <laughs> I picked it for the runtime, and it was the most. It was the most. As you should. That's the best way to judge a movie. <laughs> and it was just like the most random. It's like you know what that might be entertaining. It was kind of like a mystery movie. Basically, it's these two newspaper like tycoons, and the one newspaper guy prints a bad article about the other newspaper guy's daughter. 
like oh, it's, shit. it's like the 1940s so like she went on a date with a man and they weren't married or something like he's like pissed and like <laughs> i forgot that's not allowed yeah, there's a lot of like weird like older stuff like that but um no they're like he basically comes in to the office the next day of his rival who printed the bad story about his daughter is like i'm gonna fucking kill you <laughs> and everybody hears it and then like he goes away and then like the the his name's kroger kroger is the guy who's the other guy put put a bad story. Kroger. His, Kroger, yeah. I hardly know her. <laughs> anyway, so Kroger's there with his friend, and he's just like, boss, hey, man, you're super stressed out. Let's go on a vacation, just you and me, for two weeks, and not tell anybody. <laughs> so the guy, Kroger, goes into his office, goes, I'm going on vacation. I'll be gone for two weeks. If anybody asks where I am, don't tell anybody. Don't tell my family. Totally normal, right? So they go out on vacation. They get to, like, his cottage in the woods, and he opens his trunk, and there's a dead body. It's the dead body of the other newspaper man. And he shows him. He's like, get, look at this, motherfucker. I yeah. did this for you. No, 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 no. And he's he's just like freaking out. Kroger's there. He sees, discovers it by himself. Now his buddy's not there right now. He's like, fuck. I just, instead of calling the cops, like a normal person, I just found a dead body. He's like, I'm just going to move it and put it somewhere else. Oh, shit. Because he thinks that since he threatened to kill the guy the day before, he's like, they're just going to pin it on me. So basically, the rest of the movie is him moving this body, and then... Somebody from his family comes up to the cabin and they walk in. And they're like, oh, my God, a dead body. And then they walk out to go tell him. And instead of like screaming, I just saw a dead body. They go up to their family member. Like it's, it's like all his kids. They go up to Kroger and they're like, I need to talk to your ass right now. Let's talk in the other room. And then like they go in the other room. But as he's doing this, his buddy, his, his lover, is like moving the body to another room. <laughs> Every, like It happens like six times. And like Kroger like, will like. Just never find this corpse. Yeah, is at the Kroger point. will look up and the guy will be like. <laughs> you good and then like he'll, they'll go into the room where where the family member found the body and they're like hey man i found a dead body i know you threatened to kill this guy the other day like it's okay like i stand with you and then he's just like no it's not look in the closet and then he opens the closet and they're not there because the guy keeps moving the body oh god that and then, sounds horrible and then there's there's this other side character called slippery joe <laughs> who's actually the guy that killed him and he's basically trying to pin it on him and slippery joe's guy i don't actually fucking know slippery joe somehow like walks in and basically convicts himself and the cops there the whole time he's very suspicious of like everything that's going on so the cop hangs out in the house the whole time as cops do <laughs> you know he's just investigating a mystery so they went and they left and they came home and the cop was in the house this sounds like knives out yeah it's basically <laughs> i think knives out was based on this um and then it just kind of ends and kroger's like yeah so he doesn't wasn't me he doesn't go to jail the nope. slippery joe slippery joe gets he gets his ass caught they catch him <laughs> Slippery Joe gets his ass thrown in jail. Did you forget to mention the part where the BAU comes in to solve the mystery? Because <laughs> they should have called them. It does partially sound like an episode of Criminal Minds. It just doesn't make any sense. It, it has it the runtime. <laughs> what are you guys' questions? My question is, did you legit only choose this movie for the runtime? <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, I searched Turner Classic Movies on Amazon Prime, and I know that like you can watch some HBO stuff on Prime, so I assumed I'd be able to watch one. And this one was on both, so I was like, "Okay, this here's a question." Fits the bill. You've had, you've lost two big movie boy challenges. Where is this worse than those two movies? Oh no, 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 no! This one's bad, but like, if if this was long, better was than like, Pirates of the Caribbean. No, Pirates of the Caribbean's better than this. Better what than about Cats? Cats what about Cats? Where does Cats the, rank? This is Cats is worse than this. Okay. Yeah. Wow! Shout out to Cats. It's uh, no, it's it's not. The only reason it's not bad is because it's an hour long. <laughs> That's not like, a reason. Like if it's no, but it, it was. It's like you can get through it. Like if it was two hours long, I 
you would have just lied no. and said you finished it? Yeah, probably. I mean, for all you know, I did. Me and Jared are not check convinced this. that you actually, after this, we're done recording, I'm going to go to Wikipedia and see if you just read the uh, the plot synopsis. No, dude, it, it, he gave it good. It, was, it sounded like you read something. Do you want to watch it? <laughs> I can watch this. I'm still so, I mean, I get why you picked it, because of the runtime. Given that that was your only qualification for picking it, was there anything redeemable about it? Was there anything good about it? Slippery um, Joe's acting? I heard he was up for an Oscar. <laughs> um, no, not really. I mean, I honestly am probably going to forget about it. And like, like I, When I get wasted this weekend, I'll forget everything about this movie probably. By the end of this podcast? By the end of this podcast, I won't even remember. I, I actually didn't even remember the name of it. When we walked down, I was just like, what the fuck movie did I watch? And I watched it four hours ago. Would you recommend this movie to anyone under any circumstances? No, and I almost want to put it on the punishment list movie. But you always lose, so you just have to watch it again. That way, that's that's like the loophole. I've already seen it. so I will admit, to get onto the punishment movie list, runtime is a factor, but I usually look for higher runtimes, longer runtimes. Yeah, I guess I'm just, I'm glad I didn't watch it. Even though it was shorter, I'm glad I didn't pick this movie. Wasn't I, good. I picked a movie that I didn't think would be particularly good either, but I didn't pick it because it had a short run time where i thought it would, out with the it would be bad time. dude mine was awesome though because i thought it was an hour and 15 minutes ago that's short as hell and then turns out i only an hour i got 15 minutes to spare anything from the what did you say 45 45 from it being made in 45 that you you were like oh well at least they got that right like it just looked cool like was there anything impressive considering it's a 75 year old movie it's the uh, anniversary coming up it's true <laughs> i don't know i guess uh, no not really because like I don't know. Most of it takes place in like just like a house, and there and it's it's all black and white, and you can't really be like, oh, like that's a very. I remember when they made them like that in '45. Like you don't get really get any of those moments because it's not like super good picture. Like I don't know, the guy's a wicked mustache. So that okay, yeah. shout out to him. But this is crazy. We have to be the only people to ever be talking about this movie on a podcast ever. I can imagine nobody's mentioned this movie <laughs> in at least fifty years. I've never heard of it in any form or fashion ever. I'm trying to think I don't think like is... our parents have. I don't. I don't no. think we could talk to anyone who's like, who could comment on this. There, but like, like you asked, there's really nothing interesting about this movie. There's nothing redeemable. I mean, I'm not saying it's the worst movie ever. It's just, it's just because apparently Cats is. It's, yeah, it's just there. It's just like, like I it said, like, I'll, for, I'll forget about it in a few hours. All right. Well, I guess uh, that'll wrap up. What's it called? The missing corpse. The missing corpse. The missing corpse. Spoiler alert: They do find it. <laughs> Well, if uh, Bob sold you on that one, you can find it on... One last, wait, it's not even missing, because the viewer knows where it is the whole time. It's not even like a mystery. It's, you just the, it's more like, like the, the misplaced corpse. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. That's so stupid. The comically moved from one room <laughs> to another corpse. Uh, so I guess we'll just move on to my movie then. My movie that I chose was The Blob, and it came out in 1958. This movie was released on September 10th of that year. It was directed by Irvin S. Yeworth Jr. Oh, I know him. They don't make names like, like that a fake anymore. Name. <laughs> Yeworth sounds like a farmer. Written by Theodore Simonson and Kay Linacre, and also credited for the original idea was Irvine H. Milgate. You don't see that credit very much anymore, maybe because there's no new original ideas being made. That, and we need to bring back names that uh, have the middle initial in it. They do seem much more proper, yeah. I think. Yeah. Definitely more old school. This movie stars Steve McQueen, Annetta Corsat, and Earl Rowe. This is actually Steve McQueen's feature film debut. 
believe it or not. Wow. I haven't watched any Steve McQueen movies. I just know he's super famous. And this doesn't seem like a like a classic film debut. Who is Steve? Is he related to Lightning McQueen? <laughs> he does say Kachow several times in this movie. Um, yeah, I mean, I kind of picked it partially because I recognized the title of the movie and when I realized that it was Steve McQueen's feature, or a feature film debut, rather, that I was like, okay, I'll check it out. Uh, I didn't expect much from it, and I got exactly what I expected out of it. It was basically your run-of-the-mill B sci-fi horror movie. It was short and sweet. Wasn't that good. You don't even like horror movies, I feel like. I don't, but because this was made in 1958, there's almost no no horror element to it. Like, there's a monster. The Blob is the a blob. monster. Is it? It's not scary at all. I'm not assuming. even remotely. You should watch this at night, though. Did you? I did. Oh, okay. by myself too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I felt complete. I get more scared watching Criminal Minds yeah. than I do watching The Blob. Uh, before I get into my little synopsis, my thoughts on The Blob, I did want to share with you one thing. The theme song for The Blob, just to set the tone for the rest of this conversation. Beware of the blob, it creeps and leaps and glides and slides across the floor, right through the door and all around the wall. A splotch, a blotch, be careful of the blob. That was pretty shitty. Jeremy wrote here, theme song equals A+. I'm going to have to disagree. I think he was being ironic there. That movie is, or, yeah, it's just sarcastic, I should say. That that song is not A+, material. It sounds like a totally different movie. Yeah, not very good. If they um, were trying to make, like, a funny, scary movie, which I don't think it was supposed to be, like, were they actually trying to be scary? I don't know what they were trying to be, but whatever they were trying to be, I don't think they know. You're telling me that that theme song doesn't set the tone for a scary movie? It sounds like I'm going to watch like a buddy cop movie from like the 70s. But it sounds like it's like the opening scenes where the credits are rolling and you now don't see the character's face, but you see him like moving around. Like yeah. You see him like dying to Some die, bullshit. putting yeah. his keys in the ignition and fucking like, you know, like that's the vibe I got from it is like an opening credits like montage. Yeah. Until the lyrics kicked in and they were uh, fucking horrible. Weird. So yeah, that was the uh, the opening theme song. The synopsis, as given to us by HBO Max, says that when Steve Andrews and his girlfriend spot a meteor falling to Earth, they investigate only to find a local farmer with a small blob of protoplasm attached to his arm. As the blob devours the farmer and the doctor who tries to help, Andrews and his girlfriend try to warn the town. Unfortunately, no one chooses to believe the teen's fantastic tale, and meanwhile, the blob grows with each victim it consumes. Yo, this, when you first said this movie, you sent it to us, I read that uh, description, and I was like, why in, are you just watching this almost like Bob, just ironically, like, why are you, Why did you want to yeah, watch this at all? It? So, to bring it full circle, like I said, I recognized the title. I knew it to be a, like a classic, not good, but just like classic 50s horror movie. Also, this movie is featured in season four, episode 19 of Criminal Minds. Where there's a, an arsonist who lights a theater on fire, and they're showing a rerun of the Blob in the theater, because there's a scene. Is that where you thought of it? There's a scene in the Blob where people are running out of a theater, which is then kind of mimicked in the episode where people are trying to escape the theater, but they can't because the arsonist locked all the doors. I remember that episode, but I didn't know the Blob was playing in the background. It is. They deserve to die for watching this movie. <laughs> um, so those were some of the reasons I chose it. Um, 
my basic thoughts on it, first and foremost, is it says that the two lead actors, Steve McQueen and Annette Corsat, whatever their names are, Steve plays the character Steve, that's easy to remember, it says they're teenagers. Guess how old Steve McQueen was when he played this role? 31. I guessed it earlier. He, he was 28. Okay. He was 28 years old. He doesn't look a day over 50. <laughs> he looks like an old man playing a teenage i think they're high schoolers like that's so he's like 17 they're like they can drive which i mean it was 1958 so that means they they had to be 12 yeah (laughs) Yeah. Um, but they talk about like the principal of the school and stuff (laughs) like that so i'm pretty sure while steve's smoking cigs in the background yeah like so that was the first thing that really like confused me and then there's this whole con the first 15 minutes are so confusing because they try to introduce basically the goal was we need to come up with a reason why these people won't trust these teenagers because the teenagers are the ones saying there's this monster and it's killed the doctor it killed this random guy and it's just killing more people but no one's going to believe them so they come up with like three different reasons why no one will believe them and it starts with this whole there's this race between steve and this other teenager where they drive backwards down the road and then a cop pulls him over and then later when that they try to tell that cop that there's a monster. They don't believe him because the he cops was are like, driving. Well, you're just a bunch of hooligans driving backwards on the streets. Why would I believe you? And simultaneously, the, the other teen that Steve is racing tells this like eight-minute long story about how they duped another cop in town the weekend earlier. So then when that cop gets introduced, he's like, Nah, screw you. you, kids. You duped me last weekend. I'm not going to believe you again. And then there's a That's th- just good writing. There's a third thing <laughs> where they show the doctor calling this old lady saying the doctor says I'm going to be leaving for the weekend. So then when they're investigating the doctor's house to try to find him and he's not there, the lady's like, "Of course he's not here. He told me that he's going to be leaving." So I have there's to agree three with Bob, separate sounds like, reasons. Yeah, it sounds complaining. like good writing because if there's only one of those, you're going to be like, "Well, I get it." That sounds like great writing that you're complaining about. It's 20 minutes of setting up what could it, three different setups for the same goal. It made no sense whatsoever. You know what they call that in the biz? A job well done. I have to <laughs> strongly disagree there. I think I have to agree with Bob, though, because if uh, they don't take these 20 minutes each time, this movie ends up being, what, 13 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> it, it honestly probably should have been. There isn't a whole lot what going on time? in this movie. 83 minutes? Yeah, you said it, it was an hour and 23 minutes, I think. That sounds about right. But, yeah, I don't know. They're, they spend all this time on that. But then they do this thing where they just drop one line about that second cop that I was talking about who hates this other group of kids. The main cop, the sheriff, is like, I know you hate these kids because they clipped your wife on the side of the highway or something like that. <laughs> like he just, he just drops this line out of nowhere that never gets brought up again. I'm that like, seems like a reason not to trust him because he murdered his wife. That's what They make it sound like these kids accidentally killed this cop's wife like years before this movie ever took place. I'm like, what? We need to stop <laughs> there. Is there a prequel That's a to better, the blob? Yeah. We need to investigate that story. The manslaughter. <laughs> if I wanted to give like some criticisms of this movie not that it needs it there's so many inconsistencies the biggest one being when the blob kills you some people scream some people don't if it's convenient to the movie oh it, like if there's other people around and they right. shouldn't be heard exactly well, how else are they gonna know that's also very good writing jeremy <laughs> except that it's completely inconsistent throughout the movie <laughs> yeah, there's also a bunch of random characters 
that get introduced in one scene and they may or may not come back in other scenes, but even if they do, they're completely worthless. So I'm not sure why they ever get introduced. Just seems like more actors to pay, which I didn't quite understand. It almost seems like they made movies back then just because they literally had to make movies. Just and out like, of obligation. Yeah, it's like, it's well, like, we have this technology. Like it was a shitty nine to five job. It's not like they were doing it. Yeah, it wasn't like oh, they weren't making wife, a lot of money. I'm going to work. Gotta go make a movie. Yeah, what? And they would just come up with this shit. What about like the blob? Fuck this shit. I can't come up with anything That's better. That's the ultimate fuck it. I can't come up with anything. <laughs> it's called the fucking blob. <laughs> it really is. Well, speaking of that, depending on where you look, some places call it a protoplasm. Some call it an alien life form. Some call it an amoeboidal. So they don't even I, call it the blob. Don't even know what any of the things you just said. This are. is where, like, Wikipedia, IMDb, HBO Max—they all describe it differently. There doesn't seem to be a consensus on what the but blob. It's never called the blob, in the in the movie. Do they say the blob where you have to then take a drink? I don't think so. I don't remember them saying it. They call it a monster most of the time, but I don't know if they ever call it the blob. The monster sounds a little catchier. They should have went with that. It was probably copyrighted already. <laughs> it was fifty-eight. All those ideas had already been taken. Uh, do you guys want to guess how they solve the issue of the blob? What is the blob's weakness? Salt. <laughs> That's a very good guess. Is that really a good guess? I don't know. I'm thinking of it like a well, snail, like you put salt well, on what it. What would a like, bad well, guess I'm thinking be? like sugar. Like, I don't know what the fuck it's I'm sugar. supposed to get. Uh, I was going to say they shot him in the head. No, <laughs> it just eats the bullets. It's got to be something that makes it disintegrate. He... Just heat needed a hug. Cold. He just needed a hug. Once they hugged him, he he went back to extreme heat or cold. <laughs> Bobby, you almost nailed it. It is the cold of CO two fire extinguishers okay. that finally gets the job done. Was he on fire that they needed to? Did no, they set him on fire first? It starts consuming this entire diner that somehow Steve McQueen and his girlfriend and his girlfriend's brother, who's one of these random characters who just gets thrown in out of nowhere, they're on this diner and then somehow the diner gets set on fire. So in Steve McQueen's attempt to put out the fire, they he realize. realizes that it doesn't like the cold. So was the blob a person before all this? It, so it was. It fell out of the sky in like a little meteor, and then some farmer got it on his hand, and then it started consuming oh. the farmer until it just became this like gelatinous. So was the farmer the guy walking around? It just he just eating people, He was right? the... Because it gets bigger and bigger? Yeah, he was oh, patient was zero. Oh, the more okay. stuff it eats? Yeah, and then as it eats the doctor and the nurse... A mechanic at some point it get, it's as big as a diner by the time they extinguish it i guess my question for you then jer is how terribly bad were the special effects of this movie surprisingly not that wow. bad isn't this considered like a classic though yeah when's the remake 88 so that means it's coming up on the second remake they should, they should have do. done it two years ago <laughs> yeah, they could they easily remake that i don't know why you would like there's nothing in it that why not? Needs any remake? I think of like a classic like sci-fi movie when I hear like The Blob, and I feel you like you would like that like, to be a good movie. It, it probably was back. What was like? What are like the ratings on this movie? Is this is this bad up? because it's old and like when you rewatch old movies they're not good anymore? Or is I it, mean yeah, by today's standard it's not good. But, but what are like the rated high back then? Audiences yeah. at the time liked it. Critics at the time didn't like it. But it was, I think they it was like mostly but this is teenagers like classic, going to the right? drive-in. Shanking like each a, other in the parking lot, you know, greaser days. This seems like yeah. a good, scary, like shitty, scary movie to go watch with like your girlfriend back in the fifties because you aren't actually going to be scared. That's pretty much exactly what it is. It's not scary even in the slightest. It's also not funny at all. Uh, but was it funny because of how bad it was or no? I did laugh. Actually, I take it back. I laughed twice, and I don't know if it was intended as comedy or not. But there were two moments where I did kind of chuckle, 
and again, I don't know if it was intentionally comedic or not, but I found it funny. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Any other uh, final questions on the blob? Does this sound like something that would interest you in any way, shape, or form? Absolutely not. My question for you is, and I guess throw it back to Bob, do you regret picking this movie? No, I got exactly what I expected going into it. I didn't. I expected it to just be like lame by today's standards, but fun to watch through the lens of it being 60 years old or whatever. And also just, uh, how m- did you watch this in one sitting then? Yeah, it was 80 okay, minutes or whatever. I, mine was two hours, so I, I, I couldn't do it. But <laughs> Mine was one very quick sitting. I don't, I, I was... Bob I, almost didn't sit down <laughs> fully. I, I don't think I regret it just because, I mean, it was bad, but, you know, got it over you with. You freed your day up. Yeah, I had a lot of time. Lot of time. I love that. Here's here's my question. My last question about the blob is black and white. Is it's not. It, oh, it's not. No, colored by mono ma- macro color or something. That was not my, Technicolor. It was something else. That was gonna be my question: is what color is the blob? It is. Black. It's like strawberry jam would be my best description okay. of what the blob looks like. I thought like. it was black and white, and I was gonna say you had to guess what you thought the color would be, but I guess we know. Would I'll it have been you. white or black then? I would also feel like it'd be a pink color. Oh, if in the movie, I would have assumed a green then if it was in color. I think, yeah, I was expecting it to be black and white, and it was just like a white-colored blob. Mm. No, it's a reddish, pinkish, you know, like, I, honestly, strawberry, if you just dumped strawberry jam on the ground really and good. it started flopping around used. a little bit, could have been. Well, I think that wraps that on the blob. Ben, what did you watch? So unlike these two, I took a different approach for picking my movie. Uh, I wanted to actually watch a good movie from back in the day. I, my movie was Citizen Kane, released... September 5th, 1941, directed and starring Orson Welles, who, honestly, before, like, two days ago, I didn't know was, like, one of the most famous people of all time, but... Yeah, yeah. I know who that is. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I thought it was the guy who invented popcorn, maybe, for a minute, but, uh, <laughs> um, no, that's what I got. It was... I just thought it was cool that, like, he directed and started, and apparently that was happening before Clint, uh, Clint Eastwood came around, uh... It was written by five people, which I thought was interesting because... Usually a bad thing, right? Yeah, it's like, Jeremy loves to talk about writers, and me and Bob kind of check out for when he's talking about that, but I looked at this, and I was like, five people? That usually means it's a shitty movie. I don't know if that's like a bunch of, like, two people wrote it, and then other people got their hands on it after, but... uh, So then it it was nominated for nine Academy Awards against, like, probably, like, two other movies that year, and then it only won one of them, I think, Best Original Screenplay, which... It is, like, this movie is really good just because... Isn't this considered one of the best movies of all time? It I think so. It is considered the GOAT amongst a lot of people. And, like, for me, like, maybe if I would have watched it before, a lot of these movies... There's a lot of themes that you see play out in movies today. So it's like a, the rise of this, back to Bob's movie, maybe it's... Uh, your movie was based on mine, about a newspaper tycoon who kind of... He's thrust... That's the one part I'm always confused about, Jeremy. You've watched this movie before. Maybe you can help me out. He's just kind of thrust into all this money when he's young, even though his parents weren't wealthy. And then he's, like, living with the banker of this one bank. And then when he turns 25, they give him his, like, trust fund. And he wants to, like, go uh, start a newspaper. Or not start a newspaper. Just take over a newspaper that they own. And then gets super involved. He's, like, this this man everyone loves. People... Like want to like men want to be a woman want to be with him and then it just kind of then he runs for governor. He's this guy who wants like working people to rise up. Like he just wants them to have better lives. Then by like when he's running for governor, it turns out he's cheating on his wife. That's the reason he doesn't win. And then he just kind of turns. He wants everyone to love him, but he doesn't love anyone. He doesn't actually 
give anything to every, anyone. He just thinks he can buy everyone's love. Never actually gets it from anyone. The The synopsis on uh, HBO Max is like really short. It just says, The investigation of a publishing Tycoon's Dying Words reveals conflicting stories about his scandalous life. So, like, his last word on his uh, on his deathbed or whatever is Rosebud. And the whole time you're just like, okay, why did he say that? There's a... Is that how the movie starts? Is him on his deathbed? Yeah, and then it kind of just... Pretty the... much the plot of the movie is he dies, and then there's an investigation as to why yeah, he the... said this word. There's, like, another... Oh, okay. There's a journalist, like, trying to figure out why he said Rosebud. And like... is it through flashbacks? Yeah, it's okay. a lot of flashbacks. So, he talks to, like... He talks to, like, his one friend slash business partner who ended up, like, hating him. And then he talks to like his ex, one of his ex-wives who ended up hating him, and like you just get these flashbacks, these big chunks of his life, and you see early on like he's like this very charismatic man, he's gonna be like this great person, and then like halfway through the movie it just flips, he starts to become like just this kind of control freak. He wants everything done his way. He controls his wife, his second wife. His second wife doesn't want to be a singer because she's really bad at it, and he like makes her sing because he he thought she was good, so he doesn't want to look stupid for like opening an opera house with her as the like the main singer mm-hmm. but everyone trashes her and they only go to like make fun of her but then anyway so like she eventually just wants to like kill herself she tries to kill herself doesn't work and then she eventually leaves him and he just like dies this lonely death and he just had this like really like interesting life for like back then but they can never figure out why he says rosebud and i don't even i kind of don't want to like i'm not going to say it on here because if people haven't watched it that's but fine. like and you yeah, don't, don't want to spoil a movie that's 80 years old <laughs> It is like, but it's a movie like, it's a movie you might watch. I, one I day. actually have wanted to see it for a very long it's time. It's a movie you should watch. I don't yeah, think I there's think any it's reason worth not it. To. But um, so I was so I was watching, and at the end, they're kind of like burning all his stuff that like the cheap stuff from like his mom or whatever. And uh, so I'm kind of falling asleep there, and then like that's where you realize the big twist. That I don't think that's a giveaway. I hope, but anyways, that's where you realize the big twist. And I just saw it like I was kind of falling asleep because it was like these I, are like the final moments of the movie. <laughs> I could, I could like, but I could sense it was the end of the movie. I'm like, man, why the fuck did he say Rosebud? And I was like, they didn't figure it out. And it was like getting to the title sequence, and then they showed him like, oh shit, it all makes fucking sense now because the the journalist never really figures it out. He's always he just kind of like throw thinks it's about something else, just like a like a jigsaw puzzle piece that will never be solved. But, like, it, you, as the viewer, eventually find out what it means, and it's just, it makes the movie really good in the end. Why does, why do they need to know what his last words mean, though? Because he had this, like, he was a very public figure, and uh-huh. so everyone was, like, in, it was in the newspaper. The one complaint about this movie, besides, like, I don't know, just little stuff here and there, is, like, I didn't think anyone was in the room with him when he died, and he just says, Rosebud, like, just as if, like, Jeremy was in his room tonight and just said Rosebud, and then all of a sudden everyone knew his last word was Rosebud. It didn't make sense, but then, like, it just became this huge thing that, like, people were like, oh, why did he say Rosebud? Like, that's weird. Like, what does that mean? And they thought it would, like, explain his whole life and his downfall, just things like okay. that. He is, like, one of the most prompt. They painted him to be one of, like, the biggest, most famous, prominent people he's in the country off, at the time. Well, he's based off, like, I think, like, an old newspaper tycoon back in the day, but I don't think, obviously, it's not, like, his life because of the mystery but i think they just wanted to portray him as like this super famous human being it'd be like i don't know zuckerberg i don't yeah like almost like a head of like like, a major company like that yeah because it's like newspapers were yeah where everyone got every information yeah yeah. something like that i would think it was a great one of the best things about this movie great name 
Charlie Foster Kane, just a great American name. That rolls off the tongue. <laughs> they like saying stuff like that's. I think that's why it's called Citizen Kane. Like he just tries to be this great American. They like saying, Charlie Foster Kane. Yeah, that could be a pro athlete. That could be a writer. That could be a newspaper. Type. Yeah, that's just because he, he, he runs for governor, and the only reason he doesn't win governor, he was about to win, but then he gets caught cheating on his wife, and instead of like dropping out of the race, that's like, like killing somebody in the 1940s. Yeah, right? it is. It was like. He didn't give a fuck. They were like, drop out of the race or we're going to tell everyone. He's like, fucking tell everyone and I'm going to beat your ass in this election. Then he loses the next day. And then that's where he kind of spirals out. It was a really fucking good movie, though. I was bored through it, but like, I could tell. Do you feel it after? No, not like that. It was a really good movie. Like, but I could tell why it's a really good movie. Does that make sense? I guess. Like how we, like how Jeremy thinks The Social Network is the greatest movie of the 2010s and how you and me are like, it's a good movie. And I can tell it's like one of the great movies, but yeah, I didn't watch it's that. not one of my sucks. favorite. <laughs> That's how I feel about it. I just, I can understand why it's a great movie. I, I, and for 1941 yeah. standards, I would have fucking watched this movie a thousand times. When right? every other movie <laughs> is just like a train arriving at a station. Like that yeah, was they, only like a couple they of decades They only had like Westerns earlier. and this movie, I think. No, I mean, I watched it for the first time two years ago, roughly, and I I feel like right after the fact, I kind of had the same thing, but then it's a movie that kind of grew on me yeah. the more removed I was from it, and I I do kind of want to go back and watch it again, now having seen it in its entirety and talking about it again I think I'll watch today. it again, like, in the future. Another thing about this movie that was surprising is they do a lot of, like, aging like they show the characters like younger as like what they actually looked like mm-hmm. and then older and they like besides like the clear bald caps that like are wigs that are on them they genuinely do a good job and like you're like oh shit that person actually looks older no worse than uh, young robert de niro and the irishman walking around like an old man yeah that's like weird to me but yeah it's i think it's better than that <laughs> yeah. it honestly might be but uh, and another one last thing i guess is uh a lot of the actors in this movie, this was like their film debut, kind of like uh, Jeremy's The Blob and with Steve McQueen. But Orson Welles, like this super famous guy back then, just kind of brought a lot of people up with him, which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think, and I think you said this yourself, you can see why it's called the greatest of all time by so many people. When we get when we go through the 1940s of like the best movies of that year, I think it'll be high up there for me. Do you know what number two is probably going to be? <laughs> I have to look, so I forgot the name of the movie. Uh, <laughs> the Missing Corpse. The Missing Corpse. <laughs> well, those are two different years. They will be competing against each other. For the we, decade, though. If we For the decade. Let me make it back that far. I mean, I think just the biggest takeaway is the fact that it was made in 1941. It's, what, pretty remarkable. How old is that? 75? 79. 79 years, yeah. yeah. What's the runtime on it? Two hours. And so that's like four hours in 1941. <laughs> it was like four hours. I'm if you adjust for inflation. <laughs> yeah. But it, uh, weirdly, oddly enough, this movie just didn't have a black screen for 15 minutes after. It was like, honestly, the credits were only like three minutes. I was like waiting for this movie to be done at like an hour 45. They, they used to front long... load a lot of their credits too. Oh, back yeah, that's what I was about to ask. They have a big long opening credits that was like five minutes. Yeah, but it was actually kind of good. That part got me interested in it. The, cr- the credits? No, just like it's just, it's just like how it's, Jeremy yeah. had like the well, shitty song be, at the beginning, like just establishing side. shots, yeah. right? No, of yeah, the, whatever they call his estate, his, ex- Zandu or whatever. Zan- they just kind of do or whatever. Yeah, they just kind of show. How did you know that night? And uh, they just kind of show you how rich this motherfucker was. Yeah, man, I might have to watch this again. I, I, I wanted to watch it for a long time. I, you may have convinced me, Ben. To, wow, I wasn't even trying to. to I'm do, proud of myself. To do a little more homework. Post podcast homework. Watching the. What's the name of the movie? 
missing corpse. The missing corpse. You gotta watch the missing corpse. I might watch the missing corpse tonight to help me fall asleep. You'll be wide awake because <laughs> you'll be on the edge of your seat. I'm sure there's an episode of Criminal Minds that does whatever they do in that movie even better. All right, I think that's going to do it for Citizen Kane. I think that's going to do it for our little show-and-tell adventure here today. I think it's going to be a little bit shorter of an episode, but that's not always a bad thing. If you have any suggestions on other genres or other categories of movies that we should do a little show-and-tell with in a future episode, definitely let us know. Tweet us at BigMovieBoys. Other than that, thank you for listening, and remember... Be careful of the blob. We'll see you next week.